We're live. Um, so tell me about your black people this week. Are you asking me? Yes, I'm asking you. Oh yeah, we have a guest today. Hi. Are you awake? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> By the way, okay. Um, I haven't been keeping track. There haven't been. I haven't really spoken to new black people as far as I can remember. It's been like three weeks. Yeah. Episode. I mean, I went to. I've been to like L.A. since then. Oh, there was this. There was this dude where I was. And like every time I like waved at him, he like pretended I wasn't there, and I was a little annoyed. I was just wait, like, wait a minute. Wait, so I was, I was like, wait, I found that kind of strange. No, okay, so you know how like there aren't that many black people at bike events. I swear there was a a large black man at this bike event I did, um, in Malibu, and every time I waved, I don't know if he didn't see me or if he just thought I was crazy. He saw you. He saw you. But you got big he hair never and a big like. He never responded with acknowledgement. I was uh, like, "Come on, man!" Maybe like, he's nearsighted. There's literally just two of us out here. This is not okay. <laughs> two of us. Come on, son. <laughs> but we together. last night I went to uh, the Senor Rubino's concert in Oakland, which was <laughs> incredible, and there were lots of black people there. And that I feel like when you that say a lot. Actually, how many? Like most of the room was black. Not most of the room, but way more than I normally see in one so place. Thirty-five percent. Mm, give it like twenty, fifteen. Ooh, see, see, because we need context. Because when you say a lot, it was more than five. Thank you. <laughs> there That's... You go. Like that, in my opinion, is a lot of black. Sad. Sad. <laughs> my experience is here in Portland. Loud are still expecting the majority of the population, which I think is too much to ask. Yeah, we technically can get, but like there were well. One of the performers was a black woman. Well, she was, um, I guess we'll get into this later. But Wait, you're she, referring to saying being the black woman? She, no, she identified as Dominican. Saying from the Caribbean. No, there was another performing woman. Her name was Camilla Sophia, I think. Mm -hmm. And she said she was Dominican. Mm -hmm. And maybe something else, I'm not sure. I don't remember. But um, sh she appeared to be a black woman. She okay, presented black presenting. Yeah, she presented as a black woman. So if she ain't never told me anything, I would have in my head decided for her that she was black. Sounds, um, sounds familiar. And um yeah, and I I don't know if like she brought in like a local crowd of black people mm. or if like those black, were black people or black folks have discovered Senya, which is about damn time. <laughs> so Either, way. Groups now, huh? Either way, there were <laughs> I was I was very happy, and it wasn't like a stereotypical type of black person either. Like what it was is a like, stereotypical black person? <laughs> <I think. laughs> well, usually at those, usually at like those kinds of music shows, which it's like, like alternative. Like how would you? Just, like, yeah, it's usually like hipsters, like hipster black folks, or like yeah, usually hipsters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with like straight um, kinked out. But hair. they were like. <laughs> I feel like I probably saw some of these same folks at the Cameron concert. Like I felt like oh, it was just like black folks from everywhere, you know, like of all a kinds of all black folks. of all um interest and backgrounds. Nice. I wonder what and I'm like even about. age groups. Like not everybody looked super young or like old or anything. It was like wow, it was, it was very nice. diverse. Nice. It was a diverse crowd of black people within yeah, their blackness. I, I was I was I was very happy about this. Um, but it was great. So yeah. my black people, so we are currently searching for a new roommate. 
and I don't know if this is racist or not, but it's because it, it, it is. It is. Just <laughs> it is. If you thought it. <laughs> I'm not trying to be racist, but yeah, it, yeah. But, but let me let me Red flag. let me explain though. Let me explain though. So on the, there's a particular app, which I won't name, because oh, I don't, Lord. are you? Oh my god! There's this app that allows you to find roommates, mm-hmm. and so you you have to link it to a public profile, so like a Facebook page, for example. Okay. So all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is that the people who send me messages. If you don't look melanated, you are not necessarily a priority. That is racist. That's racist. That's prejudice. It's That's discriminatory at, at minimum. <laughs> at minimum. <laughs> well, then I'm discriminatory. <laughs> I'm looking because this they is don't the make the- you sign like a little thing that says you won't discriminate. I don't know what I what I signed to. <laughs> it's like whenever Apple mm. like Apple updates like uh, iOS. I don't know what I disagree to. I agree. <laughs> like something, but. <laughs> Because this is the way I see it. We live in a dope spot. So if I can give the opportunity to somebody that Luca like me to pay low rent and live in my hood, that is who I would prefer to increase the I'm brown population I'm mad in my you. you just said that you weren't sure if you were speaking. <laughs> so you discriminatory or not. So I, as I said that aloud, clearly I'm being discriminatory. But what if the person is part black mm-hmm. But just doesn't look that way. Okay. You you just negated. Sure. sure. I, I just said they have to be melanated. Uh, you need to look like you tan and not bird. It's winter. They might be pale right now. Ain't nobody asking you these questions. I'm sharing my experience. <laughs> what about the you? Point of the story is, wait, wait, wait. I met uh, oh, oh, oh there's more. <laughs> I met mad brown people. I need to add that while I was in front of when I was in front of Trader Joe's with the boo. He was like, yo, you know, if you drive, you would see a lot more black people because I don't have a license because I'm from the Bronx. Well, I'm from New York. That's where, not an excuse. You're going to have to explain that at another time. It is, yep. Where it is acceptable to not have a driver's license. Not, what I'm it's, say. it's not acceptable. She's lying. Just because you drive. No, not just because I drive. I tell everyone, every adult should have a license. That is not We're going to fast forward. We're going to fast forward. I saw many brown people, and by many, I mean at least 20 in the past three weeks. <laughs> uh, and that is what I have to say about that. How about you, Mundo? Um, I'm from the Bronx. Ain't nobody so asked you that. I'm not going to refer to anything prior to Friday. Mm-hmm. So three days ago. Yeah. Um, since I've gotten ago. to Portland, okay. I saw a black person at the airport mm-hmm. who worked there, and he said, some kind words to me, and I was very excited about that because I heard Portland is not so brown. Yeah, but we already know that the brown people we see are usually working. In it's service. okay. I saw one. I saw one on day one, mm-hmm. and then on day two, I, I saw like saw one <laughs> unicorn. I, granted, I came in at midnight. Have you been calling them the blacks? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I I have not. Unicorn has been the the phrase. Uh, and then on day two, I saw about three or four people at a beer convention and dispersed throughout the city. They were brown people. Apparently, there. I'm a magnet. And then today, today, I was kind of just riding. Oh, one guy, he was with a white woman. Mm-hmm. He gave us the, hey, what's up, y'all, while we were crossing paths. Like, he did the head nod and everything. Yeah, the acknowledgement. So no. I thought that was kind of dope. And then today, while I was uh, riding my bike and, and experiencing Portland, I saw quite a few brown people. Like, I didn't really speak to any, unless you consider Mexican. Yes, they brown. brown. They brown. So then I met a brown person. Too. There you go. Oh, actually, 
as the Wu Thing said earlier today, we saw a unicorn unicorn because it was or what we thought was a little person. Like well, back like 15 years ago, we would have called him a midget, but we know better now, so we do better. Um, and he was black, so <laughs> he was like, so it's a unicorn unicorn because you don't normally see small people, little people, and he's black. So he was, oh no, he called him a unicorn squared. So we saw a unicorn squared today. So, yeah. Wow. Those are all the I, I don't know how to respond to that, so I'm not <laughs> going to. And I'm not speaking either. <laughs> Fix it like Jesus. Fix it like Jesus. Fix it like Jesus. Fix it like Jesus. I am Laura Solis, and I am happy to be living in the same household, at least for the next seven days, with another brown person in Portland. And it's Edmundo. Rodrigo. Oh shit. I just changed your last name. That's supposed to be my last name. That's my, but I'm a bastard. So my last name is Martinez. Wait, so your mama and daddy were married? Nah, I was um, uh, the product of a boyfriend girlfriend relationship Mm -hmm. and a pretty cool New Year's Eve. That's what's up. And I'm in Mundo, and that's my story. About your conception. I don't know how I feel about that. All right, I'm Aisha McGowan, and I am, see, I'm not happy. I'm disappointed that it's cold (laughs) here again. It was so nice last week. What is cold, Aisha? Is it 60 degrees? Are you calling that cold? (laughs) Okay, look, something is going on, and my allergies are going haywire, and it's claiming to be 60 degrees, but I go outside, (laughs) and I need a coat, and I'm not okay with it. So, so that's who you are. That's where I'm at. <laughs> I'm not in a happy space. <laughs> so you're an angry black woman? Perhaps. Are you Aisha McGowan and an angry black woman? <laughs> this is not just a regular person with emotions. Do I have to be an angry black woman because of that? Oh, oh ooh, ooh. Ooh. We touched his She seems angry. We hit a nerve. We hit a nerve. What about you, sir? Who are you? Why are you here? <laughs> who this? <laughs> I am Edmundo. I am born and raised in the Bronx. Edmundo is not your last name. I, I just learned. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> Apparently, uh, Lauda blew me up. But uh, I am Edmundo. I live in the Bronx, born and raised, and currently visiting Portland for the next week. Is this your first time here? Yes, first time here. First time to the West Coast, period. I had never been further than Chicago prior to Friday. So this is uh, pretty cool. Wait, is Puerto Rico more east than Chicago? I'm going to say yes, because um, Puerto Rico is about a four-hour flight as opposed to Chicago, which I think is like We could also hours. just look at a map. I mean, that... <laughs> yeah, you guys have a lot right now. All right. <laughs> I could do it, but I, I'm, I'm pretty sure due to flight time. But then again, Puerto Rico is also south, mm-hmm. so that might factor into flight mm-hmm. time. Yeah, just a little bit. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is the west, further west I've ever been. Okay. All right. So, did we want to pick uh, queens? Do you have a queen in mind that you want to throw out there in the mix before we uh, dive into our discussion? Um, yes, okay. I do have a yacht queen. As do I. Her name is Taylor Richardson. What does she do? And she is a 13-year-old who is aspiring to be an astronaut. Sorry, astronaut. Yeah, girl. That's a difficult word for me. But um, she is... 
I don't know. I feel like she's living my best dream. There was a point in my life when I thought I was going to be an astronaut. But you still can be. I believe in you. Um, you believe more than I do. <laughs> but anyhow, she uh, she also did some funding to allow for some folks to be able to see hidden figures, which of course we all know was an amazing movie in 2016, um, because she wanted to make sure that people in her community were able to see that uh, movie for free. And you know, since then, Taraji and all her homies have made that uh, movie free for a lot of folks and lots of screenings. But the point is, Taylor Richardson out there trying to be a 13 year old astronaut, or rather an astronaut, perhaps when she's an adult, and she's doing a big thing. How about you? You got any yes, queen? Yes, I have two that come in a set. So there are two black women who have become the first, uh, I think the first all black pilot crew of an airplane. Oh, is this the African one? No, one of the African they're... Ones? The first one. No, they, they did this for Delta, surprisingly. And Whoa. I love me some, you know, I feel like Delta's always on a struggle bus in recent times, like with all the like, the doctors, the black doctors things, and like every time you open the news, Delta's doing something silly. They oh, they something. kicked off that like Indian dude off the plane. Yeah, they've just been struggling lately. I don't know like if they're not passing around the memos the way they should, like if people aren't checking their emails. Um, but I feel like they just need to have like a community meeting and like we need to just be respectful of everybody. Either way. Let's all be decent human beings. I like to say You know, just basic, basic, basic stuff. Mm -hmm. Either way. Um Don Cook and Stephanie Johnson have made history by taking over the cockpit of a legal, legally, not like they didn't like hide that plane, <laughs> but they <laughs> because I feel there was a need for government. <laughs> it, it didn't sound the way I needed it to sound. <laughs> um, yes, so they flew Delta's first mainline flight with two black women as the pilots in the flight deck. So that's your hair big, is giving me life right now. I'm sorry, that's a big deal. Your hair is, is giving me all of the life right now. It's, it's not, see, I feel like in the past year, it has gotten rounder. I keep Where cutting it. It was, I like the shape of it. I, even though it, it's doing something, is is doing a freestyle in the front, I like how round it is. It's the cockatoo. Like it. Yeah, it's, I like your cockatoo. I like it. Oh, it does whatever it wants. I have no control. <laughs> All right, so I have, I, have, I have gathered us here today, if you will. Okay. <laughs> because I wanted to have a conversation. Something that's been lay, laying heavy on my court. Um, you Which, still have not told me where the hort is located. I asked you. Where your hort at? I, don't know. I almost Googled that. Oh, <laughs> wow. Wow. All right. So it's heavy on my hort, um, which is essentially has to do with, for lack of a better term, black identity. So to get, the, to get this conversation going, there is an article that you mentioned, Aisha, which had that pretty much was about Samuel L. Jackson on casting black British actors in American roles. In particular, Get Out, which is a recent film, that satirical film by, um, what's that dude's name? Daniel, oh, Jordan Peele, who was by? Jordan Peele. Yeah, Jordan Peele. Yeah, by Jordan um, Peele. And the star, if you will, the lead actor in the film is a British actor who is playing an American, like an African-American. Mm -hmm. um, and so Samuel L. Jackson it was was like, well, what's good with that? And of course, I am <laughs> summarizing. He did not say what's good, but I'm sure he's capable. Um, he was like, what's good with that? Had it been an American actor that was fulfilling that role, perhaps he would have brought something different to it. Um, and to that end, 
my boy, or at least he was until like five minutes ago when I learned that he said this, John Boyega from freaking Star Wars was like, quote, stupid ass conflict we don't have time for, end quote. What? Why does that upset you, Laura? What you talking about? I understand that your struggle bus is a different struggle bus than the one we have in America, but don't be trying to diminutize the struggle that we have here in the United States of America. Which do you is feel, what I feel that like he was doing? Do you there. feel like he is diminishing the struggle that we're having here? Absolutely. Or, and it's not, I'm not how so? Because he's saying we don't have, it's a stupid ass conflict. Like, what about that? Makes it sound like he's respecting the conflict that we, in fact, are having. Mind you, I have not watched the movie. So perhaps there is context there that I am missing. But if I get the overall theme of the movie from my understanding of just like watching some media recently, the point of the matter is that it had to do with the white people and the black people. And pretty much, was it like the white people are the scary people? Is that pretty much so? I, I, I saw I'm going to watch the movie, so I, don't be messing up. No, anymore. I'm not going to give it up. I, I saw the film. Did you Those see the film, Anisha? I did. I saw it. All right. So I, I, I kind of have to, I understand where, where Samuel Jackson's coming from. And I say that because as a Latino, as a person who, who I am black, I am brown, but I am also Latino, I'm Puerto Rican and Dominican, I, I am accustomed to people play our roles. Say that again? I'm accustomed to seeing so other, like Elizabeth others, Jackson playing other people, Michelle, uh, basically, there have been plenty of people, whites and blacks, who have played the roles of Latinos in films. Instead of actually and hiring a Latino team. actor. Exactly. Mm. So I can't, and, and I understand where he's coming from. The struggles of a black American are not the same as the struggles in some parts are not the same as the struggles as a British American. It's like he said, interracial. They're not even British Americans, though. They're legitimate. I mean, not British Americans. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I'm just British uh, people. Black British. Black British. Uh, Thank Afri you. What do you black, British blacks? <laughs> Yes. Yeah, okay. I, I don't know what their classification is, but yes, their struggles in, in some areas are not the same because yes, they have had integrated relationships mm -hmm. way longer than America because let's be honest, their country has existed way longer than America. Sure. They were free in that country while we were still enslaved in this country. But were it they? also Yeah, they were, which it was kind of why um that was actually one of during the uh, American Revolution, we will find the British. That was one of the sticking points where the British were, were arguing, like, hey, look, y'all guys are free over here. Why don't y'all fight with us and help us defeat these people who are trying to defect? Um, and that was a major part of that battle. Um, so that's why the blacks who fought. Didn't work out? Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's why the blacks who fought for America were also kind of seen like, look, like they went way above and beyond because they were fighting for a country. Yeah, I never understood that. But I think it was, I mean, that's we're getting off topic. Um, wait, wait, wait. You never understood what? Um, blacks who fought for America while being a blacks person. were fighting for American like for the American like I just well be, I think the only reason nah that Please. makes sense in my head <laughs> like it doesn't make sense like why would why no. like there were slaves stop this, this, I, I can either way we're getting off topic 
Well, actually, um, so the overall theme of our conversation, if you will, is in fact the separation, the divisiveness, if you will, of, okay, so people are how black. people identify. And how people identify and how there are, I don't want to necessarily call it subcultures or subcategories, but essentially something there like are, it's something to that effect where you have a British black, you have an African American, and I don't identify as either one of those. I mean, obviously I am British, I'm from the Bronx, but <laughs> I also don't identify as African American. Um, and as something you mentioned earlier today, like if it was up to me, and it was, yeah, if it was up to me, I would identify you, Aisha, as African American, because you are, your history, if you will, your genealogy dates as far back as the United States. I mean, you know but, that- But you only know that because you have heard me tell you oh, as yeah. much. But if, if you, you saw me know in the that street, you were born in this, yeah, I would. Nah, if I saw you in the street, as I was telling Mundo the other day, I have this like scanning ability where I can tell prejudice. If so, it is, not, <laughs> it is not prejudice. I can just tell if a person is American versus non-American, and like, but black in particular. Like, I can tell whether or not you are another Afro Latina. If you're Garifuna, I can't say if you're Dominican or you're Puerto Rican or you're Col nah, maybe Colombian, but like, I can't get so That's super a hell deep. of a talent. But like, <laughs> I'm gonna put it to you this year. When I would take the train, so back in New York, when I would take the train, if I sit there and there's like seven black people in front of me, I could pick out who was, I was gonna, shit. So what I would call it in my head <laughs> is regular black. Oh. <laughs> which regular I, black i'm sure somebody's <laughs> gonna shoot some, some throw some stones at me for that regular but, black <laughs> maybe i shouldn't have said that out loud you see why wow. I'm but by regular black i oh, <laughs> so by regular mm. black i mean an african-american and then or versus being an afro-latina or afro-latino afro-caribbean yeah, and actually, now that I said that out loud by saying regular black, I recognize that there is, not that I recognize, I know this, I knew this already, there is a prejudice in the black community, like the overarching black community amongst ourselves, where if I were to call, so I used to live on Gun Hill and uh, Boston Road, which is a super like Afro-Caribbean neighborhood. If you were to dare call one of my Trini Jamaican, Guyanese neighbors, African-American, you those was fighting words. How dare you call would be the word that they would say, the words they would say. How dare you call me African-American? I am not one of those people. I am Afro-Caribbean. I am Guyanese. I am Trini. I am Jamaican. I am, the, you know, Panamanian. So full, so full disclosure, so I've never heard anyone other than Dominicans, Puerto Ricans, and Cubans call themselves Afro-Caribbeans. No, I've never heard that either. I, they would always just refer to, I, like I've always heard them just refer. I'm Guyanese or I am. Yeah, they refer to Grenadian the country. That's or, that's that's my experience. I've never heard anyone other than the Latinos in the Caribbean. But before I forget, the Daniel, not Daniel Kaluuya, John Boyega. I think mm -hmm. that Sam's Sam Jackson's statement hit him particularly hard because he did that Netflix movie that I watched that wasn't that great. Oh, I didn't watch it, so maybe I won't. Um, but he's playing a black dude in the hood, like, in America. And mm -hmm. But the thing um, 
but I think it's important to remember. Like, I feel like the way he said it was just kind of like a rash response. When you, okay. He being John. Oh, he being John. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like his response was just like, you attack me, I'm just gonna, like, if you, if you, you criticize somebody, they have no choice but to defend themselves. Okay. But I think, I don't completely disagree with him, only because it's not their fault that they're being cast in these roles. You're, you're right. It's and not... And Samuel it's Jackson, not them making these choices. Wait, they're so just can, black people So auditioning. can the white people say the same thing when they are auditioning to be Cleopatra in a movie? Like, oh, the well, white, they hired me. The people who so are playing the role, the people who are playing the role, they're not at blame for that. It's the, it's the directors. And this actually came up with Jordan Peele because he himself stated that he had an issue with the lead actor because he said it, this guy was British. He doesn't get it. But when he told the guy, I don't think I'm going to pick you because you don't relate, mm -hmm. he said he sat down, that everyone else told him this is the guy. Mm. He said he sat down. He, he Daniel Kaluuya just knocked it out of the park. Like, no, it was great. He did a great job. And I didn't even know, I'll be honest. Well, I in his audition, he knocked it out of the park, and that's why they picked him. And well, I didn't have an issue Peele, with his performance. I didn't either. Um, Jordan Peele was saying initially he didn't want him, but he said when he sat down and spoke to him, and that he explained when they had a heart-to-heart -heart talk, and then he realized that, yeah, they are experiencing some of the same exact struggles. He was like, all right, let's, then let's do this. Mm. But then, then Samuel Jackson also brought up a great point. It wasn't just him. Uh, in The Wire, the- Idris Elba? Yes, oh, Idris yeah. Elba. Mm -hmm. Most people well, didn't even know he was British until years later. Well, so. the, the argument is that like most of the British actors are like super well-trained and they go to these acting academies and whatever. Well, Neither here nor there. The, the point is it's not necessarily their fault that they're being cast in these roles. Now, the example of do we blame them, the best example of that would be um, what's her face? Zoe Saldana playing Nina Simone. Remember that? That was wrong. That should have never Remember happened. Remember that? And I love. No, I feel like as a black but woman, she should have known better. <laughs> See, no, no, no. So with that, so wait, wait. So we are going to ask some people to be held accountable for, but not all people. Like, what is the line that we're drawing there? Is it because she's not African American or British black? Like, because she's Latina? She didn't or... even look like Nina Simone. Okay, like yeah, she was she playing like, an she actual really person. Like, like that's she not... one of my favorite human beings. I might be wrong, but did she or did she not do blackface for that? Yes, she did. And she that was the biggest. It was like, y'all couldn't find. And apparently, I didn't watch it. Apparently, her performance was fine. It was just like, what lengths do we need to go to to, to find make a big black like woman? Like, I, I feel like we should draw the line at blackface. Like, Just, okay. <laughs> okay. But, 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 then, but then as well, like I said earlier, Latinos have been facing the struggle. When Look at Jeffrey Wright. You know, he played a Dominican in Shaft. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's, there's... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Which one is Jeffrey Wright? What, is, what was his role? He played people? Yeah. Wait. He black. Wait, Jeffrey Wright is black? Yes. He's not Dominican? No. What happened oh, to your little shit. space reading, Laura? Oh, no, <laughs> shit. I thought He's... you could tell everybody was He's... who. Wait a minute. <laughs> he is a black American. All right, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. I thought you was good at reading people's faces. No, no, no. I said black people, but like, like dark skinned black people. Apparently, you don't know that. You have to be at least. He, don't, don't call people he, you gotta be a certain tone of black
Not Who is that? Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright. He played people. He's one of my favorite characters. He, he, he plays. He um he um he played Dr. Narcisse on um Boardwalk Empire. Oh, he was shit. in the Hunger Games. He he is a, an amazing, tremendous actor. Wait, I'm gonna Google this. I don't believe y'all. Y'all are liars. Y'all are. I'm googling up Jeffrey Wright. I'm letting you right know right now. now. And, and he's not the first one. Like, there's been many Latino films or who who like let's the and this is not black people. Well, although some of us consider ourselves black, come on, man. Okay, Al, Al Pacino was Scarface, like playing a Cuban person. Like, yeah, that was can we can we go back to how do you? And I will start with you, Aisha, and then Mundo. How do you like? How do you identify? And then who else do you identify as? Whatever it is your identifier is. So, how do you identify? Is the first question. And then, however you identify, who else do you think falls in that category? Uh, I identify as African American. What was the other question? How I do you define African American? I guess would be a better question. Um, I particularly define it as someone whose ancestors were likely brought over as slaves, uh-huh. um, unwillingly, and now cannot really trace their ancestry to any particular location. But um, most likely that location would be somewhere in Africa just because of the nature of how the slave trade worked. Okay. How are you? How do you identify? I identify as Afro-Latino. How do you define Afro-Latino? Me, an Afro-Latino, is a person who is brown, black, who, who is basically not, not white and has um, Latino Caribbean or Latino Central American, South American um, roots. And obviously your roots connect to Africa, connect to Europe by way of colonization and indigenous people. Okay, so only because I know you will I ask you this. You said not white. Mm-hmm. Not white passing. Not or white not passing. Euro. <laughs> because I'm at, so then your niece. My niece. That you brought mm-hmm. up a couple days ago when mm-hmm. we were having a private conversation, who is, oh, like, she knows that she's white passing, has certain privileges as mm-hmm. a result, so forth and so on. Would you identify her as Afro Latina? She doesn't appear that way mm-hmm. by her. But, she does not present as such. She does not present but as such. Would you identify her as so such? Would you, yeah. Well, if she, if this is where, this is where the whole, I have it. I'm, I'm going to be perfectly frank. I know this is a little off topic. I have an issue with people identifying themselves as such. So Rachel Dozael, she, she don't think she black. I, honestly, you know what? <laughs> I, I, I can, I can bring you the argument. She's no longer Rachel Dolezal. She has changed her name. I, oh, that's I, right. I, I am not defending her, but if we're going to respect. Your niece or Rachel? Rachel. Mm. I'm not oh, the, we ain't respecting her. No, hold on. But, this no, but this is the argument I like to make because I, I, li- I like to look at things from all sides. Um, because I feel that when we take certain freedoms away or liberties away from certain people, you're also taking that away from yourself um, just because the argument doesn't benefit you mm-hmm. that day. So I'm not saying that she is black. But when we start saying that people can't say what they, they identify as, then where does that line stop? to say who is allowed to identify It stopped at her mama and her daddy. That's where it stopped. I, under, I, under, I understand <laughs> but that. But her, she don't, get the, she don't get that. Mama and daddy I, said she is a white woman. She is a <laughs> white woman. I would never get Rachel Dolezal 
No, 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 no. No longer an example for this conversation. Get out Aisha, of here. Aisha, nah. I totally get it. No. I understand and even Never. agree. And even agree. <laughs> but in a world, in a world uh-huh. where we're allowing. <laughs> oh, no, I understand what you're saying. No, no, hold on. We have. Sure. We're, we're, oh, we're living in a world oh, where, where identification you get to identify as whatever you is, want is, to identify. It's what preceding, and we're even being racial sh- identity is different. It's different. Why? Why? No, 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 why? no, 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 no. But why? Okay, so just to go on a tangent, because that's how I'm like, why? 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 Why should we? Racial why should we separate identity racial identity from gender identity? Then why? Why? Yeah. Why? No, why? Based off of what? Exactly. And I'm not saying I disagree with you. I'm just challenging you because I'm curious to know, you know how you see I, that. And, and just and before you answer that, that's to say that then someone, like for instance, when I make the argument to other well, black okay. girls who say they are not black because they say, no, I'm not black. I don't look black. I'm like, but you got African roots whether you like it or not. They're, that's their racial identity. They're just choosing not to identify. Okay. So here's the Which thing. Which is different than gender, though. I'm sorry. This is your answer. Right. That's what's here's different. Answer. Here's mm-hmm. the thing with Black and non-Black. How we, are, how we choose to identify as one thing, fine. But in this world, in the United States of America and most of the, the, the world at large, it doesn't matter what we think we are. It really doesn't. It matters what somebody else thinks we how are. How you present. Yeah. And it matters how we present. Now, if Rachel's mama never outed her, maybe she could have lived her life as a black woman and that would have mm-hmm. been fine. Mm-hmm. But we know for a fact that she's mommy and daddy was like, nah. We can't, we can't, un- we can't unknow that. There is no going back. I, I get that. So, so, then, so then why does racial switch from gender? Why, Actually, gender so, is not what? the same. It's just... I was going to say, I feel like sure because racial... You're, you're, you're no, no, born no, no, with no, no, one no. or two genders. I'm going to say the difference there, and I'm not saying that a person can identify as whatever they want to identify as gender. However, your racial identity is inherited. Yeah. Whereas your gender identity is not an inheritance. I mean, it, as in, it did not pass down from other people before you. But you were like born with one or two organs, no? Oh, uh, no, that's not necessarily. No, and it doesn't. Both. Okay, yeah. all right, but, so there's a third option. But to say, like, your gender identity might not be how your biological But that's how you're identifying as. Yeah, no, 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 but it's, We're going back to identifying and, going, pre- and presenting. I'm going back to it not being inherited. As in, it is not generations of other women that caused you to be a woman. It is generations of other black people before me that caused me to be black right now. Mm-hmm. So, I just feel like a black person. That doesn't make sense. That's just Rachel. I, I, I do that. And, and I get that. Like, for instance, like, I, there's something I, I've been really wanting to do, the ancestral <laughs> DNA. I actually don't want to do that. I'm, have I'm, you changed your mind on that, by the way? I'm going to do it. I, I, I'm, I'm do it. Because I, as someone who identifies as black, and I'm very pro-black, I'm very also pro-Latino, I'm very proud of my Latino and my indigenous roots, because I also feel that blacks are indigenous to the Caribbean and America. It's a proven fact that we were here well before the Europeans were here. Um, there's a oh, great yeah. book called um, They Came Before Columbus, which, which details and documents. Um, I don't know the author, but that's the name of the book, They Came Before Columbus. It, it details and documents um, the African presence in the Caribbean and the Americas, not just North America, the Americas period, well before the Europeans got here. So there's very, it's, it's no, there's no, there's no mystery to say like, for instance, Mexicans, which, which are indigenous people, um, 
they they are black. They are there is an also a movement right now oh, yeah, of Afro Mexican. They actually yeah. celebrated their first African uh, History Month uh, in Mexico when we celebrated ours. So there is a movement now going out throughout Central and South America, uh, North America, the Caribbean included, that there is the Latinos identifying as black. But the then again, there's many about. people who still like, for instance, the, the Dominican culture. That is a major sticking point. Because oh, we. Oh, I would say we, as in, at least you, Edmundo, and I are very well aware. We actually had that conversation also on Friday. Our conversation lasts until five in the morning. Um, <laughs> it's been a while since we've seen each other. Yeah, so we, we spoke as if we hadn't even spoken to each other in years. Um, but the two points. One, I found the book you were talking about. It's called They Came Before Columbus, The African Presence in Ancient America, Journal of African Civilizations, written by a man named Ivan von Sertima. I looked at him. He is white passing. That's fine. I'm curious about who that man is. I'm, I'm, Second point. Oh, I don't person. have an issue with the person that, no, no, I have no problem with the fact that he is white passing. I'm just curious to know more about his interest. Um, second point. And so I was talking about the people on my block that I grew up on that were blackity black, like purple black, which I feel like is a, is a term that we, the black people are familiar with, which is one that is often coined towards or used towards people from direct from the motherland that are super melanated, so beautifully black or so black, they almost appear purple, if you will, in color. And these were Dominicans that lived on my block that were that black. Who might've been Haitian. Oh, easy, but within like, and the island that the Dominican Republic- and, Hispaniola? Yes, and Haiti are on is Hispaniola. And but if you were to tell a Haitian that they're Dominican and vice versa, oh, don't do it again. Fighting words, <laughs> the same fighting words. If you call an Afro Caribbean or you call a Jamaican, if you will, because yeah, like you said before, I don't think I've actually heard a Jamaican say I'm Afro Caribbean. Nah, no, they're like Jamaican. I'm Jamaican. They don't even say well, they're I American. Feel like most of these classifications aren't self-assigned. I feel like, I mean, I choose to embrace that classification, and I feel oh, like it came African American. Yeah, and I think it came after years of having to select a certain box and being annoyed and frustrated and deciding for myself what I wanted to identify as, but- That box might change soon. Of course it will. It's just yes. a box. It don't mean nothing. The census but... is re revisiting all those little boxes. <laughs> okay, so in other words, census is coming up, I believe in 2020. And so in the past it's been, are you white? Are you black? Are you Latino? In parentheses, not black or other, or wait, no, there's of course always that Pacific Islander slash Alaskan slash Native American one. I don't know how they all got coined up into one space, but that's how that rolls. Um, but now the census is seeking out information from the community, community, the, the United States of America, and saying, please tell us how we should in fact be asking you about how you identify. And so then my question is, do you want me to just say pick a color? <laughs> like I'm white or I'm black? Well, that issue, because like, what is it well, that you're asking? That, race is not a thing. Race is a social construct yes, that we can agree which, upon. But the question is, I don't know if they asked for race or ethnicity. I don't, the, point I, I, being they, the issue that, came up is because that they, too many people, they started seeing that there was a large increase of other. Like people and, checking and, off the box and just other. Basically, every yeah. not a large portion was just picking other. So they want to break that other down into, into lack of a better word, other categories. <laughs> like what is your subcategory though? What's your set? What's that you claim in this week? And What's that's actually set? something they're considering having two boxes, like a box that says Latino, and then you can check a sub box as to what type of Latino you are. Which is weird though, or crazy to me, because that would mean like in my own family, 
there would be the person who would check off the box that says Latino, but there's also going to be the person that checks off white because they're white passing, they're blonde haired, blue eyed. And they're also, there's going to be the me who's going to say, I'm blackity black. Because of course I'm going to add the blackity black to it. But yeah, I'm blackity black. But we're in the same family. So again, what are you actually trying to record when you're asking us this question? Do you just want me to pick a color? Or do you in fact want to know where my motherland is at? Because in my own, like in our any of our families, I'm sure Aisha, you probably have family that look super dark and people that are a whole light, a whole lot lighter. I don't know, I don't know if anybody's white passing. Really. I don't know your family like that. That y'all all the same shade of brown? <laughs> We're all pretty close to the same shade of brown. My sister is darker than I am, but she's she has a different dad, so she's half Nigerian. But oh, like I never really thought about it. Yeah, you and my family, mom got the same shades of brown. Like my mom and all her siblings are pretty much the same shade. My grandma's the same shade. My uncle, like my aunts, uncles. Oh We're, shit! I never really thought about that. It's a pretty close spectrum of of. Nah, um, in my family, it's a nice melon. brown rainbow where the brown starts at white <laughs> and the brown start the brown ends at purple. But my grandparents so, were both similar complexions. But even my cousins are like, pretty yeah, much. they're like they're pretty close. And like at least the ones I met, like, like the some of them might be a little lighter than me, but not mm -hmm. like nothing is jarringly different. Like. Mm -hmm. I feel like we could all. How about your family? Everybody you know? looks like you sisters. have like the blackity blacks and the lighter blacks, if you will. The yes. light skinned it is. We we have all shades and hues and. Oh wait, can you describe for the people because they can't see you what shade you are? Uh, How uh, would you identify? <laughs> I would consider myself brown. I, mean, it, I always tell people when I say I'm black, they're oh, but you're not. You know, and well, people who used to go, oh, you're not that black, or you're not like really black. And I would say, well, if I was back in the Caribbean where I was. Where my families are from, I would be black, you know. And I would just say I'm just pale because this is America, you know. Like I, I, mean, I don't get enough sun. People, so like I, I mean, y'all both know this. Y'all both know me. But yeah, like I grew up where I was never, or I never felt, and it was very clear to me in particular with that seventh grader. His name was Angel. <laughs> yes, I'm shouting you. I hope you know I'm talking about you right now, Angel. Where he. <laughs> Because you want to give his full government? <laughs> I wanted to, but that's what people could sue your ass. But anyway, if it's defamatory or something, 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 something. Anyway, he has said, so I, I identify as Afro-Latina. I identify as Garifuna. But the point being... You want to explain Garifuna for the people who don't know what Garifuna is? There was a boat. We got off the boat. We ran away. And then we was in Belize. And then we dispersed into other places. We wasn't slaves. Where that boat for came the most from? Part, it came from Africa, the motherland. Uh, so that is the very succinct version of that story. <laughs> but the point being, I remember in sixth or seventh grade, this dude, a classmate of mine, I, sh I wouldn't have called him a dude, the classmate of mine, he was like, oh, you're not Latina. If you're really Latina, how do you say caterpillar in Spanish? And now he put me on blast. Spanish is my first language. I happen to not know how to say caterpillar that day. And I went home that day feeling sad. And I even asked my mama, how do you say caterpillar in Spanish? Because I had to prove to this motherfucker, to this fool, that I'm in fact Latina. And then in different other circles, if I was amongst African-Americans, I was not considered really black because I have a quote unquote Spanish last name, which I resent that, but it's, I am not Spanish, but moving on. That is a language, that's not me. I'm not a Spaniard, but the point being- What if, okay, could you, would you be Spanish if you were from Spain? Yes, yes. I would be. Yes. I would also be Spanish if I was a language. I would also be Spanish if I was the food that the Spanish people made. But I am not Spanish. No, um, not. To, to cut it super, super, super basic for the people in the back for whom this podcast is often a resource, the way I like to think about it is 
Hispanic, if you break that word down to historically Spanish versus being Latino, Latinx, Latina, historically Spanish, as in historically your colonizers, if you will, were from Spain versus directly, directly from Spain. Like, cause I mean, from one way or another, they like, they come from there. Uh, they were in Europe, right? Versus Latino, which is you are, your people are indigenous, as in they were here before Columbus for, again, using references for the people in the back for them to understand. Um, but anyway, the point being living this life, like I would always tell when people are like, oh, you're not really black. And I'm like, yeah, but would I not be picking cotton right next to you though? The way my skin is set up, I would have been picking cotton right next to your ass. So don't tell me I'm not black. Like, but with that said, if my family member who is light skinned it, if you will, if they say they're Afro, they're Afro Latina, sure the fuck you are too. You got some kink in your hair or your hair is not kinky. But I know your mama and she's super black, but you don't present as such. Which, which like I, like I, we said in a personal conversation, I have a niece. My sister's, my, my sister is what you would call a black Latina. She is a dark woman with uh, coarse hair, if that's not an, an oh, appropriate that's, that's, word. My hair is coarse. There is um, wool involved, is what the Bible yes. would have said. <laughs> so that, that's my sister. So much so that people wouldn't even sometimes not even think she is a Latina. They just think, assume. She, oh, so she looked like me. Yeah, she just <laughs> they would just assume she's straight up black. Um, so her daughter, due to our Spaniard roots, because her husband, my sister's, um, the father of my niece, is like my complexion, brown, um, from the Dominican Republic. My sister's Puerto Rican. Mundo is like a coffee with only one cream, for y'all people that are <laughs> listening. Or caramel. I, I use, I, for some reason, I like using uh, that you one. You could be caramel, but you... <laughs> I feel like there's a little bit of a red undertone. Yes, I do. I do turn red or blondish. Exactly. You don't. You don't have a yellow summertime. undertone. We got a red undertone. Yeah, I do. Um, so my niece, my my brother knows this brown color. My sister's this dark brown, black color. But yet my niece, due to our Spaniard roots, she is white. She is white with blonde hair, um, white skinned with blonde hair, light eyes. Mm -hmm. However, she does identify as a Latina. Uh, she's not ashamed of her roots. So, so she proudly embraces her roots. Yes, although she does not look it. Mm -hmm. And and there are issues that, that come up with that, not just for her, but for even like the parent. So what like many people, like for instance, Spaniards don't consider themselves Latino or Hispanic. Which they, is a general term, by the way. Or yeah. you're, saying, you're speaking in generality. Spaniards. Yeah, Spaniards. No, but still, yeah. in general, you're speaking in generality. Yeah. some Spaniards that would and, say and otherwise. The majority of Spaniards, very common to hear Spaniards say they are not Latino. Mm -hmm nor Hispanic, they are European. Yeah. Um, and so that's why a lot of sometimes people can't differentiate when you say Spanish and we correct them. Like that's not Spanish food, that's yeah, Dominican. Yeah, yeah, that's Dominican, <laughs> that's Puerto Rican, that's Colombian, that's Cuban. So that's why sometimes, for just in case anyone's listening and understand why we tend to correct it, because it's not just, it's not like we don't want to identify with our colonizer, is that our colonizer are not who we are. Mm -hmm. They, they, they are different. We were actually here first. That's why there's a major movement, especially amongst Puerto Ricans, Dominicans, Cubans, um, Me Mexicans, where it's a, an indigenous movement. Like, we are the Native Americans. We're, those Native Americans that are in Standing Rock and all these other places, we are one and the same. The only difference was we had different colonizers at some point in time that kind of separated us, and then we end up speaking different languages. Because uh, there's, there's always... This is meme that I saw and I love it. It says, what language did you speak before Europe? Mm -hmm. 
because it wasn't Spanish. You know, it was not Spanish. <laughs> it wasn't Spanish. You know, so. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we kind of went like crazy, different direction. That's a general <laughs> conversation on this podcast. <laughs> there are tangents forever. Amen. It uh, happens. Word, word. So back to black British actors playing black or, American or roles. Actually, I guess I have a question for Aisha because I guess like I never really thought about move your hand. What? Oh my bad. Um, I never really thought about this, but I think you're my first African American friend. I've had plenty of black friends, and I went to a school that was predominantly some kind of black. And I'm gonna say Latino, just to say that there was a differentiation where, so African-American and Latino, but it was still a majority of Latino people and a lot of the black people, not the Latino people were African, like motherland, my mama lived in Africa and I live here now, or they were born in Africa, like either first generation or like straight up from motherland type spot. You're my first African-American friend. I never realized that. And if I'm wrong to the person who's about to send me a text message, my bad. Um, but I don't believe so. I was going to say for as many years as you live in the Bronx, because by yeah, you never had no other African American friends. No, that's what I'm saying. Straight up, like I have friends that are half Puerto Rican, half Black, like half African American, half Puerto Rican, but like just straight up, one hundred percent, one hundred percent African American. I don't have any other straight up African American friends. Everybody else has been Latino or a halfy, a halfy, a halfy. <laughs> a what? A halfy. She said. She said halfy. Wait, wait. What is a halfy? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's late. It's late. I'm sorry. Wait. No. No. You can't. You can't just say that and not explain. <laughs> what, that what in the world is a halfy? <laughs> Yo, oh, shit. I just—I meant to say <laughs> mix is what I meant to say, and then I was thinking fifty percent, and then that's a half. What do you mean, like biracial? Like half? yeah, biracial. That's the whole shit. Do you I, not I never... consider them African American? Oh no, no, I do, but I'm saying like no one is a hundred percent. Like both mommy and daddy were, were African American. Like the people that, like even my first friend, if you will, like in grade school. She was half Puerto Rican, half African American, but she was also more like Latina passing, in my opinion. If I were to, I have to like identify her, or rather, she wasn't shit. She was a brown. <laughs> See, even like me talking about this, because she was like Mundo's color, but maybe like two shades lighter. Um, but like you knew if you saw her, like, oh, okay, yeah, she's clearly a Latina. But no one in my life that is like a great friend of mine, or even just any friend of mine, has been. African American, like I have friends. Okay, now we have, some people we, get really annoyed when I identify that way, and I never really, really cared to figure out why. But you're annoyed that you identify as African American. But, yeah. but but I, I I can see that I can see that, and that's why I was going to ask you, mm-hmm. what do you consider someone who's African American? I'm going to say similar to what Aisha said, which is and what you said as well, which is a person who's history traces back to being in this country for many generations to the point of slavery and before that it was no other place but africa so somewhere in africa so you didn't you didn't first go that you know yeah that you know because you're black presenting yeah see sure but so you didn't first i'm sorry go back go back african-american is a person who 
before the United States of America, the only mm -hmm. other place you can trace back is Africa. So you didn't go Africa to somewhere in the Caribbean and then you went up to the United States. It was Africa, the United States of America. But, but for those who are unaware, the slave trade yep. came through the Caribbean and yep, South sure America. Did. Oh, absolutely. The first absolutely. two stops right. on the boat was either the Dominican Republic or Brazil. Or Hispaniola. But they got all them folks yeah, the from the Africa. Yes. Yeah. And well, either you got off or you kept going. There, yeah. there, there's an argument that many are making that not all of the slaves came from Africa. That many were already indigenous, already here. The, oh, no, and, no. And they that became to, enslaved be while they were already here living amongst the American, the America's indigenous people. I feel like there, there are indigenous people who are black passing, who identify as Native American, mm -hmm. but yet you see them, they have very much black features. Mm -hmm. So there, there's a major argument that even some of the slaves were already here. They weren't even brought here. They was just captured and then became indentured. Well, like you fell off the boat? Come here, come here. You know, you, oh you, yeah, you know. You, how come you ain't in some shackles with the rest of them? Mm -hmm. That's um, not far-fetched. I mean, I'm sure somewhere along the line, my ancestors have mixed with all kinds of folks. Yeah, I feel um, like it's impossible for it to not have happened, or unlikely, not impossible but it's unlikely for it not to have happened to most of us. And, and I feel it's more likely for anyone who, who presents like me or an Aisha, where we are what some would consider tanned or, or brown. It's more likely? Yeah, for us to be mixed. With a bunch of... As with, opposed... At, with, with a bunch of other different races. Or as wait, opposed wait, to ethnicities. Someone, so to ask an uncomfortable yes. question, to ask an uncomfortable question, when you say mixed, you mean beyond Just, your slave master? Type color, like obviously there were slaves sure. and their masters well. yeah. were forced sure. to like have, well, like like, I, like, like I, to going back to the ancestry thing. When yeah. I do that, I am expecting. I don't. I'm not knowing what these numbers are, yeah. but I am expecting that European Easy. is going to have a large percentage in in my DNA. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know that for sure. So I guess I. I I'm I'm assuming due that the way that I look, I'm be... assuming that the way that I look that Africa is going to have an equal presence at bare minimum. But what if it's not? What, you, what, what if you're more European? What if I am more, more European than I am African and indigenous? And it just happens to be that I just picked up black features. So with that said, because I, we, I mentioned this a few episodes ago about somebody in my life, family, um, I would consider him family, um, like a play cousin though. Um, who is in fact white passing. He is Boricua, he's Puerto Rican. And he did the ancestry DNA thing and learned that he was like more than 85% European. And he was distraught. I, 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 like this, there was a lot of stress that was caused as a result to this. And you know, just the people in the community, his family, the people that love him were like, this changes absolutely nothing about you. Like your family, your loved ones, are still the same people and beyond that no shit motherfucker like look at you like of course european is a strong part of who you are like look at you but my question for you mundo mm -hmm. as a person who i know to be super pro-black super afro-latino super dominican if you will super puerto rican 
if you were to find out you were 70% European, how would that affect how you feel about yourself? I've thought about this and it was, I would not lie. That was one of the hesitations that I had in saying, maybe I don't even want to do this, Mm -hmm. but there's just something good about knowing who you are, especially when you come from a culture that is so mixed where, you know, you just can't directly say, I am this, I am that. Um, I don't want to say it would bother me, um, but it it's going to make me look at life. I, 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 at the end of the day, I look like a black man. I look like a brown man. People see me, they think I'm mixed. That's mm-hmm. the first thing they say, you're mixed. Uh, I, the most common one I get is some type of Spanish and Jamaican or some type of Spanish and black American. Um, Wait, how do you look Jamaican? I don't, I, I, I didn't, I never said I said that. <laughs> I understand that. I'm just trying to. I don't, I don't know. That's the, believe it or not, those are the two most common that I've got. Really? You know, it's also I, bald. Okay, uh, so like, oh, maybe it's his dreads. Now, nah, yeah, African American <laughs> and some type of Spanish or Jamaican and some type of Spanish. That's, those are the two. I'm like, what are you? And I'm like, what do you think? Mm-hmm. And those are the two that I usually always get. Um, there's some, you know, sometimes I get, oh, you're just Dominican or you're just Puerto Rican. I have what you would, I guess many would consider the typical New York Bronx accent. See, it's funny um, you say that because while we were at dinner, it was brought up to me by my significant other that you have a super thick accent. And I, was I like, do. He doesn't have an accent. Yeah. Cause and you're I'm from like, the Bronx and so like, you don't I'm hear it. Deaf to it yeah. You, you are because I dated a black girl from Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, my God, you have such a crazy accent. You sound like a typical Spanish dude from the Bronx. Maybe that's why they were staring at you at the restaurant. Yeah. You, were at, you were at a brewery today? <laughs> this dude was mean. Mugging Mundo. Yeah. A like, white guy was a white, well, a a white Portland, old so. man was mean. No, no. The average person. I, I'm, I'm not giving Portland the, the negative rating that you have given them because I'm seeing Browns. And what I did notice was... Mm-hmm that this kind of goes back to our conversation, that there are many white passing individuals who are of Mexican descent in Portland. Um, I, met yeah, a, I'm, West Coast. I, I met a person at a brewery just talking, we was chilling, making a small conversation. And Not the same brewery you different were at, one, by the different way. One. the second one in the same day. Um, I went to three today. Um, and <laughs> he told me his name was uh, Jose Vasquez. And I was like, say what? And he's like, yeah, I'm Mexican. And in my mind, I was like, holy shit. I thought you was just a white guy from the Northwest. Sure. So in all of this, in all of this self-identifying and all of that, what, what does that even mean? Like, what is its purpose? What does it do when people look at you and decide who you are for yourself anyway? Like, where? Okay. I don't want to use Rachel as an example because she obviously <laughs> upsets me. But before her parents outed her, I don't remember how she got discovered in the first place. But when people saw her, they saw, I assume someone saw a black woman. I and wouldn't have said she was a black woman. As I wouldn't have either. But <laughs> somebody apparently was convinced. No, no, no. I'm saying I would have, if she would have been on the bus, I never just walked by her. I wouldn't have questioned her brownness is what I was saying. I I just want to state, I never never thought she was a black woman when I first saw the picture. I was like, why does everyone think she black? She looked like she mixed. Oh, no, no. But that's black. See, that's it. That's the point right no, there. So what, are you what, saying a mixed person ain't black? So then you're to, not black? To what extent? So are you not black? I don't know. I you identify know. as that. 
It doesn't matter what you identify as. If you, okay, if you walk down the street and somebody decides they're going to identify you, and mm-hmm. or if you walk into a store and somebody decides, oh, this person is worth following around, like, mm-hmm. I always go back to the whole one drop rule. Like, if you got one drop of black in you, then you're black. Like, I, 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 and, and I, per, I personally agree with that. But like you said, there are people who see me and say, you are not black, you are Spanish. You are Latino, you are this, Hispanic or whatever. I think, who are these and, people? Are they other other, black other, people other, or are they Latino? white people? Absolutely. Boom. I, when I was dating the earlier mentioned, aforementioned uh, black girl from Brooklyn, mm-hmm. we went to a gathering um, from her side of her friends, people I never met. And I was just chilling in the corner, sitting on a table, sipping on my beverage while she was mingling. And every time people would come in, it was the look towards me. And it was like, who's the new guy? Who's... That's what, that's your your Spanish person because you froze for a minute. Only, sorry, I um, lost you at new guy. Don't apologize. Start against the new guy. Oh, so I was the I was the new guy in the function. So while I'm just sitting there and she's mingling, people would come in and give me the look like, "Who's that guy?" Like he and it's not just because Who I was claims new. you in this room exactly. <laughs> like and it's not just because I was the new person or the new face, but it also was because I was not. Not the black guy who looks straight up New York City African American. You know, I'm. I look, and the moment I open my mouth, you're like, "Oh, where you're from?" I right, mean, and they only can identify it as not as you as not being black because you open your mouth and you speak and you have an accent. Do you think I have an accent? I for sure think you have an accent. <laughs> really, Mundo has an accent. Mundo has an accent. Mundo speaks English. <laughs> Even with English, I can have accents. You have an accent. I know. It's not like a super. It's not a super. It's not as pronounced as Mundo's. I don't know. It's just a way. You just have a different accent. You see, I don't have an accent. You definitely. You sound like so Bronx louder. Yeah, you have an accent. I listen to myself more. (laughs) Oh, yeah, nothing. I sound like I'm from the Midwest and I cast the news. Is that how Midwestern people sound to you? Here goes that prejudice miss again. Oh my god. I guess what I was asking you that for was I find that these layers and spectrums and different things that we can be as brown people are only relatable to other brown people. Whereas Oh yeah, the white I people find that all as black people. A lot of white folks I don't I mean I'm I'm we're progressing in 2017 and and and, and folks are we'll, we'll call them woke. Are we? But well, there's some people that are progressing, yes. Fair. Um, but people are, like, now discovering that there can be different kinds of brown and black people, but I feel like this is something that brown and black people have always been aware of, and I think we no. are our... Nope. Well, as far as it being cliquish, I feel like we are our own toughest critics. Like we are the first ones to like decide. Oh, you're not black, or yep. sure. you're not Spanish. Mm-hmm. You know that's a language. 
Absolutely. I'm sure a black person has called you Spanish before. Absolutely. No, Um, but no, no. Black person never called me Spanish until they were like, what's your last name? Are you married? I'm like, I'm 12. So no. (laughs) (laughs) No. However, on this, in the same heartbeat, I'm sorry, that's a shout out to someone in particular who I will not mention, but anyway, in the same heartbeat, I'm sorry, I'll never say that again. Um, In, in a, in a Latino conversation, like if I go into a Dominican restaurant right now uh-huh. and I order in Spanish. They know you're not Dominican. That I want, you know, give me some mojo, some totone. And they, they look at me. They know you're not Dominican by the way you speak Spanish. Oh, actually people have asked me if I'm a Spaniard, the fuck? Because apparently I speak a particular kind of Spanish. But the point I'm getting at is, actually no, a Dominican restaurant is a bad example because there's a lot of brown people there. In multiple times that I've been in a bus in New York City, as a child in particular, and one of the abuelitas in the front seats wanted to talk shit about me because I was sitting in the front seat and I didn't give it up to them. But there was a seat next to me. They could sit next to me. The point is, they would start talking all this crap about me, making the assumption that I didn't speak Spanish. And this would piss me off because I know damn well their grandma looks as black as I do. But they will look so flipping surprised when my response to them would come out in Spanish. Like, bitch, who you acting for? You know damn well I look like your cousin in them. Like, come on. So with that said, within our own communities, we act brand new when somebody in the room talks Spanish but looks, quote, unquote, black. And it's like, well, duh. We all look like this. All of our islands have a nice brown rainbow on it where you can be blonde, high, blue haired. Oh, sorry, blonde, blue haired. You can be. You can be blonde hair, blue eyes, or you can have the nappiest of hair, which I proudly say I have, and the darkest of brown eyes and the darkest of brown skin and still share the same or similar culture. But people act brand new like they ain't never know that. I open, I've not only had a similar experience back when I actually had hair, um, <laughs> it was an afro. Um, uh, I shouldn't be laughing. Uh, so I've had Latina women talk about me right in front of my face. Did you have curly hair? You had kinks? Yeah, I did. I did have curly hair. It was, it was, when I was a child, it looked similar to yours, Aisha. Then my okay. mom shaved it all off because it was so long. Um, Everyone was confusing me for a girl. You look like a fat girl. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was, I was like a little, a little brown girl. I was a little chubby girl uh, to some people. Um, and I was very pale, very red. Um, so then my mom got upset with everyone confusing me being a girl. So she shaved my head. She went to the barber and told him, clip everything off. But then when it grew back, it grew back uh, much coarser, kinky. So then um, the you, curls so kind of went away. Now. Yeah, I, I became a black baby. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I experienced the same thing. And, and, it, and it used to give me great pleasure, which is one of the things that I love that Oh, to be Spanish, an incognito, as that, I like that, to call the Span- them? <laughs> incognito, I like that. Um, yeah, we're going to save that. Incognito. Um, where I was, where I am from the generation where black Latinos spoke the language of Spanish because it gave me great pleasure to defend myself or just kind of humiliate them in Spanish. Mm-hmm. So, I, so I can say, look at me, this black kid that you just were being prejudiced against, speaking your language, I am the same as you. you that just you just what sh- against? Pre- you exhibited some form of prejudice against. Mm-hmm. Got it. And, and meanwhile, you're basically exhibiting that, pre- that prejudice against yourself. Yeah. Um, and I had this discussion with someone recently because this uh, this 
this person is very white passing. He is, he is Cuban and Jewish, but he carries a Jewish name and lives his life as a Jewish man. Like he doesn't, I didn't know he was Cuban until he brought it up during our discussion. Yes. Oh, wow. Um, yes. Is he white passing? Yes, yes extremely white passing. With an extremely Jewish name. With an extremely Jewish name. And he, he brought up wow. the Cuban roots while we were having a discussion over dinner um, with a mutual friend asked to say like, look, like I get it, I understand. And he stated that when he grew up in the New York City that he grew up in, in the area that he grew up in, um, it was better for him to be Jewish, although the Jewish were facing their own immigrant sure, struggles. Absolutely. It was still better to be Jewish than it was to be Cuban. Because this was the era of communism, of the Cuban. Um, is it Jewish a religion though? Yeah, it, but, and this is an argument but, that I was, I was making. Jewish, is a, that? Jewish <laughs> yeah. is a religion, this, and this is why I said I have an issue with the identifying, mm -hmm. because Jewish is exactly a religion, but it's also a yet, culture. Yet many allow it to be a culture, race, ethnicity. Yeah, they can just say I am Jewish without having a correlated to a country, like or, a specific yeah. origin, or or that they even. Fact, you know, call him Yahweh. Like they not necessarily yes. Jewish in religion, but by culture, yes. they are Jewish. So that's why I said we this identifying thing is 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 really a Pandora's box as to when and where do you allow it to to come into play. But like even within our own communities, we face massive racism amongst of, ourselves. Like in, related to that, in our own communities, how. How many people do you know that have bleached their skin and not because it's like because like to go back ugh, I don't don't want to necessarily keep going on the same people from the same island but the point is white skin is considered superior to black skin in many eyes in many people's eyes and within our own culture if you have a daughter let's say I would have a daughter right now with my blonde haired blue eyed boyfriend. And this child of mine was white passing, had straight hair, had light eyes, light skin. For better or no, for worse, there would be people in my family and in the families of my friends' lives that would say, oh, you are lucky. You got a good one. Versus the second child who was born with hair that looks like mine, that looks like me. And they were like, mm, well, at least you got a pretty one the first time around. And I, like, it just, it is what it is. And then they're going to, they're going to encourage like the skin bleaching I, and so forth. And I know that's not specific to the Latino community. Which is why I'm really like big on. Because we all see Lil' Kim, right? We identifying because I feel like growing up as like this cute little light skinned girl who people like to think was Spanish. Like I have never been Spanish. Like I don't speak. <laughs> Spanish, I'm not Spanish. Both. And Spanish is a language again. Um, but using terms that for the people in the back, sure. Right. <laughs> and for but the people in the front that they were yes. excited about for me. Like even being Spanish in their eyes was more exciting than now. just being a black person, just being an African American girl. And it was it was not enough for them. Like folks oh you gotta be mixed to be beautiful of course folks to this day still what are you mixed with what are you mixed mm -hmm. with? what's your mom what's your dad black black they both <laughs> black like, what are you black and black they're both I, black people i i will admit that before i got to know you personally um due to your involvement in the second community i knew who you were as per social media before i knew you as a human being and i was like 
oh, she must be mixed. Really? Yeah, because in my and she looks like my family. She looks she yeah, looks like many people yeah, in my family. Absolutely. She looks like my family too. She looks like many people in my neighborhood. And what were they? Black and Puerto Rican. Black I also have a pretty non-regional accent. Like I I speak. Yes. First time I heard you speak, I was like, "Where is she from?" Exactly. Like nobody ever knows where I'm from. And if I had a nickel for every time somebody told me I talked white. I Girl, would probably have, which is why I, I'm telling you I don't got an accent. People say I talk white though. You talk white enough, you do, okay. but you still I'm have like, an my, accent. My, my language you is white you passing. You don't got my dropout. Your language is white passing. My language is white passing. That's too much. Oh, um, I love it on the phone when the customer comes into the shop and they're like, "Oh, you're Laura." <laughs> <laughs> yes. What were you expecting, sir? <laughs> right. Massive. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah, like even my dad, his name was Carlo. He was named after an Italian person, but everybody, even family members, call him Carlos. Like they like need us to be Spanish. They wanted you to be mixed. And I'm like, y'all, like Calm. we're black. It's <laughs> we black though. <laughs> like we just we're just black. It's it's okay. <laughs> I'm okay with it. I'm very excited about it actually. Um, <laughs> um But yeah, I think this country has a history of erasure where they want black people to not exist. Like it, even if we could exist as Spanish or Latino or Latina or uh, Middle Eastern or from, from somewhere specific, it's like they want to erase the fact that they brought folks over <laughs> against their will and then decided they weren't human enough to include in their the freedom when the freedom was granted. And I think it's really important for me personally to establish that African-American folks are here. We are a big part of the history of this country. We have helped to build this country from its origins when these white folks weren't building nothing. They brought us over here to do all the work. We and it taught like, them how to wash their ass. <laughs> we taught them how to do as Seriously, <laughs> we was giving them the breastless milk because they didn't want to use their own breasticle milk. Like, come like, on now. Literally, we raised their kids, built it. You know, it was just, it's, it's ridiculous. And the fact that slavery didn't happen that long ago is something that's like really upsetting to me that we want to move on so quickly and um, we're the human race and everyone is equal. And it's just like, fuck your human race. Like, but Aisha, what, what, you had what, mentioned what, 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 earlier what that you feel that sometimes when you identify as African-American, it upsets people. Would you elaborate on that? Cause I don't, I've never, I've never seen that. So I guess like, what's that experience? Well, that experience the, the, the general response is what part of Africa are you from? Who says that though? Who is this person? Or people? It's usually white people. They, wait, the white people are getting upset at Africa. Oh, I thought you was getting flack from black people. That's what I thought too. The white what? people will be like, who? I didn't I think mean, they were bold enough to ask Black people want me to be mixed. That's the flack that I get from black people. Like, no, what are you mixed with? with? Like, they need me to be it's mixed you with got something. That 3C, 3D and, hair. Well, you know. I mean, somewhere along the line, obviously, when the procreation happened, there is some mixture of something. So there's no there's no white grandma or great grandma. Not in my immediate in, in family that you know. No, not not that I have known. Like my grandparents' parents were all black. Okay. I think I can trace like Native Americans within like a relatively recent lineage, maybe three or four generations, maybe five. Mm -hmm. But 
no white folks that I know of. That you know of, okay. Right. Because usually um, many many of my friends who are African-American, who they trace their roots back to the South. Mm -hmm. um, many of them, usually when you're looking at family photos or the family get-togethers or reunions, I'd be like, who that white lady? <laughs> and they're like, oh, that's grandma or whatever or auntie, whatever. So there's usually like one or two somewhere within the picture or tree that I mean I had a really light skinned great aunt on my dad's side but my my dad was pretty light skinned and I'm pretty light skinned but as far as I know I mean her brother my grandpa was black you know like pretty good pretty black um oh. sorry oh what <laughs> two points light skinned as well as African American being politically correct so for you, as far as being light-skinned, light-skinned in the black community, because I watch, don't ask me why, because I've never worn a lick of makeup in my life, but I watch a lot of YouTube makeup, YouTube makeup videos, and they're like, yes, for the darker-skinned ladies, and then they're showing something that looks like the bottom of my foot. I'm like, that ain't dark-skinned. <laughs> like, who is dark-skinned? So, again, for the people in the back who are talking about... Who are thinking about? Wait, wait. Who are these? Who are these folks that are doing these tutorials? Are they black? <laughs> sometimes, sometimes they black, but that person does definitely not talk about. And what color is the bottom of your foot? <laughs> it is whiter than Aisha's skin, but somehow it's just considered dark. And I'm like, dark for who? But I'm, I'm gonna be awkwardly searching for the bottom of your foot now. <laughs> the second point is growing up. I never really thought about the word African-American as far as the same way I do now. Like I just thought of the word African-American as a PC term for black people because people didn't want to say you were black. And to this day, like even at in professional situations, people will say, oh, yes. And I was with a group. Well, shit. Yeah, they do say this. <laughs> I was with a group of African-Americans. And I'm just like, no, you weren't. I was there. Well, you were, but I was there too. And I ain't African American. And then it's like, wait, you don't identify as African American? And <laughs> you should sound like that. <laughs> like that, Laura. Yo, you are mad racist, y'all. I really need y'all to stop saying that. And that's not racist. That is. It's not reverse racist. <laughs> oh, please, that does not exist. Side eye. I am just kidding. But. The point is, I always thought of it as a PC way, a politically co correct way of saying black person. And then when I really thought about the words African, hyphen, American, and it's like, yeah, but what happens if there was like a route in the middle that I went to? Like, what if I took a detour before I went to America? I, but anyway. My issue with that has always just been like- African-American or yeah, the lights- African-American, because oh. we don't call nobody else anything else American. So we don't, we, we don't call- that's not true. We, we don't. We, we, we not in mass media, I guess. I guess in almost my own circle, I would tell. I would say if someone was Irish American, like I really like. I really liked the term Afro American, and I. Yeah. I don't know why they stopped using it. I've never really looked into it. How do you feel about Negro? So here's I, the thing. I personally like Negro. I love the term Negro. I call people that I love Negro like I Negro. Call, stop. Yeah, that. I use Negro <laughs> amongst the thing. my loved ones too. I think. See, I, I. The, the N-word, we'll call it. Um, Wait, Negro or the Negro N-word? Negro is not the N-word. No, 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 oh, no. Okay. The other word. That's Specifically like, the, the other one. Got it. Okay. Mm -hmm. My relationship with that word has transformed in recent years. 
And I don't know if it's because I left the suburbs and it wasn't as much of a four-letter word as it used to be. Um, But I feel like it used to, like, really upset me. Like, that word really, really, really upset me. Ending with an E-R or ending with an A? Either. Okay. Either. I mean, it depends on who's oh, saying no, I it. Just right? needed that. I just needed clarification. Please um, Mostly an A, though. I mean, I feel like that, that harsh ER is just... Doesn't happen <laughs> That's always going to grind your gears, if you will. You know, I don't, I don't think we have space in that for our lives. <laughs> no, I don't, got, I, don't got, I don't have space for that one in my life. Um, but I don't want to go so far as to say it's the term of endearment, but it's just how a lot of folks talk. It's just they've claimed that word and it's just not as negative and vile and awful as as it seemed in the past. And Wait I feel like are you using the word negro in the no. same context as you would use the word that ends in ER? No. Oh. See, no. Love it. I mean, I'll go back to negro. I think negro is great at this point. Um okay. because it is more all-encompassing than black. Mm-hmm. Um, you think so? How so? It derives from the, from the term negus. negus, as well as the Latin origin of negro, mm-hmm. which is where the Europeans had a hard time saying, and it became ER. Mm. Why did they have a hard time? It's really not a difficult word. What, you know, they had a hard time <laughs> saying my name. Come on. Ed? <laughs> Edmundo. Edmundo. <laughs> <laughs> the one syllable? <laughs> they may have other problems. When they hear Ed, is, is your name Edward? No, just because I am Latino, it doesn't mean my name is Edward. Eduardo. That was the oh, other no. one that everyone always assumed. But it, going to the A, the, the N word with the A, I was someone who always used that word. I was, it was in my everyday vocabulary growing up in the 80s and the 90s. But you also grew um, up in a city, correct? Yes, I grew up in New York City, born and raised. So that was very much and part of our language. South Bronx, Southeast Bronx. I was born in the South Bronx, raised in the Southeast. Um, then as I got a little bit older, I had my friends who were very pro-black, you know, the five percenters and the, and the ones who were very, like, what we would consider conscious black folk. But you folk. had hotels in your life? Um, I, I did, I did. We in the, didn't. In, we all in, had in, hotels in, in our lives. In the 80s, when, when the conscious rap was out, you were a little, mm-hmm. you're a little bit younger I, I than a, me. I was a little hood booger at that time. I was yeah. really young. A little what? A little hood booger. We never heard that term. I've heard that term. So, so you're, during that era when there was this, this rise in black consciousness and rap music with the ex-clans, the public enemies, the, the poor righteous teachers, KRS-One, where there was this era of, of black pride mm-hmm. and it was really spreading within other cultures where like, again, people, Latinos have always played like a backseat role in, in many of these movements. And we've always just kind of been like outcasted or just kind of like an also ran. Cause when I was much younger, I was upset that everything was black and white. I'm like, why is everything black and white? And why are we not included? Sure. Why are we not part of the argument or sure. the discussion? Um, so I used to use the, the N-word with the A all the time. Mm-hmm. Which, for the people in the back that might live in Montana, by the way, um, it is completely acceptable if you in the South Bronx and your Latino brethren calls you N-word with the A, that is completely acceptable. 
it used, in most circles. And I want to say the reason why I stopped because I started realizing that it. Oh, made, and it's also because that person that is calling you that is also considered one of them. Yes. Please continue. But I, like I said, I was very a proponent of that, and I've made a very conscious effort to stop using it because one of my white friends one day, <laughs> although they were drunk, they said it. No. Yes. Was I there? <laughs> no. So oh, I know this person. It's yes, never okay. <laughs> they, 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 they were drunk and they said it. So I said, "All right, I'm gonna give this person a male pass. or female? Female. They I'm, live in Queens. Uh, yes. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give this person a pass. What? Because they're drunk, and they may be just." For whatever reason. Freudian slippage? Think, this is what you no, really think of me? No, no. It's not, I didn't see it as a Freudian slip because I didn't think they were using it in a derogatory, derogatory term. I truly think they were really using it as a what became commonplace language within what you want to call the hip-hop culture, the urban culture. Which they were immersed in. Yes. Okay. So I was like, I'm Still not all right. You were, mm-hmm. But I can't check them right now if they're drunk. Um, but then one day it came up again in like a group chat with other... Folks of other um, ethnicities, backgrounds, yes, backgrounds, identities, different colors of the world. <laughs> and one of my friends who is from and mm-hmm. said, Yo, I'm sorry, but I'm having a real difficult time you using that word to you. No, to that person. Wait, they, they were used, using it again, they used it one other time in a group chat. They were drunk again. No, they See, were not. <laughs> we need to fuck somebody yeah. up. So, what? so then. <laughs> So then, so then that person was like, yo, I don't think you should be using that word. And a big argument ensued amongst them as to who can and cannot use that word. Mm-hmm. And a person who would that, have been considered one with the ER, that's who could use the word. That person who made who would use the word, who is white, made the argument that it's slang. Everyone says this, everyone uses it. <laughs> Laura, come back. Yeah, I don't know where she went. <laughs> Uh, but that's but that's when I personally myself realized Sorry. that that uh you know what I can't continue to use this word because by me using this word in a slang way I am in some way shape or form making this person think that it is okay because we go back to the when do we draw the line. You can then make the argument that I, as a Latino, Puerto Rican, and Dominican, can't use that word either. Well, you would have been picking cotton right next to me. I know I would have. Granted, <laughs> this is not an achievement. I, I, I probably would have caught asthma and, and, and got brought inside the house. You would have been a house nigga? Maybe. Ooh, or a stud, just make more babies. Wow. Well, I don't know. It was usually the tall. None of these are achievements. <laughs> You're not proud of any of these things. What is your point? I, I, I always like to think of myself, I would have been Vin, Vin Rames in Rosewood. Nah. I, I always think that would have been me. Nah. I, I, would have I don't been... like to play the what kind of slave would I have been game. <laughs> this is just not, this is not a good game. Actually, I've never played this game before. I have I totally played this game what? before. <laughs> I, I suggest you find alter- alternative activities. <laughs> yeah, that like, is you, just... have, you never once thought like, no. damn, no. That, no, no, this is different a little bit. So I asked her, like, yo, whatever, if you could if you could have a time machine and go to any time in life, 
Don't tell me she said she would be a slave. No, no, no. So she's like, as a black woman, I don't want to be nowhere but now. Like, the history has never been beneficial to me because, one, I'm a black. Second, I'm a woman. That's not true, though. When was it beneficial to her? Before they colonized. When I was, before I was colonized, you, it was bomb as hell to be a black woman. You sure about that? It, it was bomb as hell to be a black woman. I was a fucking queen. So yes, it was in <laughs> some African countries and yeah, other African countries, you were bowing down and you couldn't speak up I'm to the live, man. I'm gonna be in. A, I'm, let's, a, I'm a part of the Ashanti tribe. I'm good. Let's <laughs> not be, let's not pretend that our people don't treat women shitty in our cultures oh absolutely machismo is real and if we're talking like more directly and, to and the you say machismo just says exactly. Latin. actually Let's let me go back, back to the mo- let me go back to the motherland but there were definitely other places where i would have been wearing but there's a no there's, there's no guarantee you would have been there that's you, all i'm saying but if i had a choice yes i would <laughs> the question was if you had a choice so with that said mm-hmm. i kind of lost my place my bad <laughs> You definitely I'm lost your place. I'm just- <laughs> hey, I don't know how, the way that she's saying that. I feel a little way upset. Like, do you mean me as a person or in this conversation? Dude, you were playing. What kind of slave you want to be? Like, no. what kind of slave would you be? This is not a game that I am ever going to support. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a comment. It, it was just interesting to think about. Like, are you gonna be I just mean, a? Com- been- are you gonna be the complacent Negro picking? Are you gonna be the one that fights back and? You ever and, seen and probably a video of Harriet Tubman uh, 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 and a band of, ba- of her band of bad bitches? Uh, oh, Drunk History? Be- yeah, yeah we, you we ever talk- seen that? I haven't seen that one. What? We're talking about it and we still haven't posted it. Uh, uh, are you going to be cool living in the house treating the other black people? Are you going to be the Samuel Jackson well, I think that's Django? a conversation for another time where, like, okay. the idea that black folks can't... There's, like, a hierarchy in their own heads where some... The uppity Negro sure. versus... <laughs> And, and and I'll make the argument that there are many of those black folk who look at us Latinos who present as black as. Oh, yeah. I, I which is still my struggle to this day where I like the ones I who are never, like all about the red, the black and the green and yeah. Africa this and it'd be like, you ain't black, you're European. Like if which for me, which is why I specifically identify as African American. Which is my issue, like, if I'm in a room of Black people, so, like, even now in Portland, if I'm in a room of Black people, which are most often African-American, as we predefined it, and I say I'm Afro-Latina, I get, I get the, oh. What are you talking about? So then does that mean I should be going to the Latinos group, like, community workshop? But then I go to that group, and they're like, oh, but you Black, though. Why are you and here? it's like, well, fuck. So where do I go? <laughs> Which one do I go to? And There's I a feel series. Like I get to be in the best of both worlds. I can be at both. There's a series of videos like from the New York Times, and one of them addresses that. And I'd, I'll have to find it. But I saw it when I was at um that conference in Atlanta, the Facing Race conference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there is... It's it's really cool. Like they're they've been making a series of like videos about like cultural identities and ethnicities and stuff. And that was exactly one of them. Like people who um, are like not in between identities, but it's a dual identity. Yeah, because it's not like I feel I'm in between. It's just I'm both. And and, and it's interesting that you said that because I uh, I want to say last summer um, I went to a, a community gathering by this group of women who have been doing some great organizing in the Bronx. And they are of Dominican descent, but they are very pro-black in the sense where they are teaching 
and educating and enlightening fellow Dominicans as to our black embrace your blackness, embrace your blackness, <laughs> your African side, and yes. and stop with this European washing or this European acceptance of right. of ourselves. Stop like bleaching the, the, your skin. Stop um, the straightening your of your hair. You and all feel that. it's necessary so, to be beautiful. So at a, one of their meetings, it was um, it was basically teaching the African. I always mess this word. Um, diaspora. Uh, diaspora. Diaspora. The African diaspora. What is diaspora? Diaspora. Oh shit! I don't. All right, I'm from I the Bronx, and I dropped out of high school. Um, really? Yeah, I did. Dropped out of high school twice. Twice. Is that mean you went over? Yeah, I got my. I got my good enough diploma. Good enough diploma. So they would teach, you know, basically did a meeting. So I took my son because, you know, my son is brown. What is his mom? His mom is Puerto Rican, 100% Puerto he's Rican. A 75% Puerto Rican? Yeah, he's a 75% Puerto Rican and 25% Dominican. Got it. Um, so I took him with me because I have already been on this, on this movement, on this self-awareness, and I wanted him to educate himself. Mm-hmm. And as I was educating myself, I figured I'd bring him along. And there was... And, and one, how old is your son for the people? At the current time of the meeting, I want to say he was either 13 going on 14. At the moment now, he is 15. Mundo's um, a good daddy. I just need y'all to know. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> he actually likes you. Um, oh, well, he's one of my <laughs> uh, So. Shout out the, to Mini Mundo. What's up, bro? There was uh, a woman. Mundo. She calls, she calls everybody in my family something Mundo. Like my Mama mom Mundo. is Mama Mundo. <laughs> and my son is Mini Mundo. Yeah. That's um, funny. So we're in the meeting, and one of the cool things about the meetings, how they, how they control them, is they have the, the crowd interact. They're breaking into small groups, mm-hmm. even if for a minute or two minutes, mm-hmm. just so that you can just relate to one another. Mm-hmm. So there was a woman there, and she says, look, I want to thank y'all for this because I am a black woman. And she goes, I am not Dominican. Mm-hmm. However, I do have, she said she was Panamanian. Mm-hmm. And as as many people who, for those wait, who don't know, wait, 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 I'm a black woman, but I'm not Dominican. Is what you said? Yes. Okay, keep going. But what? As many people who may not know, Panamanians are often accepted as black people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Black passing. Not, not. Latino. They're not accepted as, as the same way Dominicans, black, the black Dominicans, black Cubans, black Puerto, Puerto Ricans. Yep. Although Panamanians speak Spanish. Yeah, the same as... Same what is thing. up with that? The Why aren't they thing? accepted? Like, it's like, oh, you a different kind of black. They're, they're or just, a different kind Panamanians of Panamanians are accepted in that whole West Indian culture. Yeah, like the West, in, West Indian Day Parade. Like, there's I a Panamanian flag being waved. I remember the first time I went to the West Indian Parade, and I went there with my Puerto Rican and Dominican flags hanging from my back pocket. They were looking at me, what the fuck you doing here? Which and is I, some funny ass shit, because like, where the Caribbean at. And, and I was like, well... I could probably sail to Jamaica before I sail to the U.S. And what the fuck Panamanians are doing here since they speak Spanish too. But, and actually, not for nothing, I feel like I need to educate myself on that in particular, why it is that Panamanians in particular are accepted, are accepted as Caribbeans. Or black. Or black. No, 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 not black, because a lot of them are black passing, if you will. That's a word I've never used before. But, um, or a term I've never used before. But the, that is not the case for, say, someone like myself, where my mom is from Honduras. And, like, well, is not is Haitian considered Caribbean? Yes, they're part but of the But Dominicans aren't? Exactly. But they're on the same island. Exactly. But Panamanians are, and they're not even on the island. They're on Central America. Central America is between North America and South America <laughs> for the people in the back. All right. Just saying. <laughs> and yet they're considered part of the West Indian culture. 
Go figure. And I say this as a person who went to a school downtown, 15th and 1st, high school health professional human services. Hey, Holla. go Vipers. Anyway, and I remember oh for Labor Day, Pride <laughs> Day, and like we would have like our Pride Days and our Pride Weeks and all that. And like you would have your like Caribbean Pride Week or Caribbean Pride Day. And the Panamanians is out there with their Panamanian flags. And I'm like, well, why the fuck I can't have my Honduran flag out though? You because such a no, no, which, but they so are they though. Too that much is part, but it's not like y'all are part of my club. Y'all ain't in a club. You in the wrong clubhouse right now. That's the wrong treehouse you're chilling with. Anyway. It's kind of how many people who identify as Americans. I'm going to use that term. That's a yes, loose I, term right No, there. I said that because you mean all, like the these, Americans? all these European people the who Americans. say they're Americans. The Americans. When I, when, when I say America is a country and a citizenship, it is not a race or ethnicity. Of course not. Um, Who's Ameri- I mean, I was born here, but that's not my ethnicity. I also tell people, I am American by birth. That makes me the citizen of this country. I am Puerto Rican and Dominican. That is my roots, my immediate yeah. roots. But, the, land but the same way they call all the Latinos who are Spanish-speaking in their world Mexicans, whether they're from Ecuador, yeah. Guatemala, so where, Mexicans. wherever they're Mexicans, like not Mexicans, from Mexicans. So it's the same thing. It's just they, they'll put you all, as far as they're concerned, you're in a boat. Oh, well, that's what Aisha was talking about. Like what, like... To what end is this conversation like if how you identify doesn't necessarily hold the same sort of value, if you will, as how you are perceived or how you're presenting by whomever? Like if someone looks at you or they look at me or they look at Aisha, they might call you Mexican, quote unquote, to use like your last example. I've been called Mexican. But <laughs> they're going to call Aisha and I black. And or someone is just gonna be like, oh look at those black people or those non-white people. I don't know if they ever say non-white, they being the white people. Um, but the point is they're not gonna call any of us white. So it's I feel like this comes back to this to the need of us just all being unified in that I'm not necessarily saying it's a us versus them, but we definitely need to be united because guess what? We all in the same struggle bus together. We all going to be treated a particular way because we are not white. And then to go back to the part where you were talking about the dude that is Jewish and Cuban and saw he got to make a choice. Yeah, he got to make a choice of how he wanted to present because he is white passing. But in that same note, it's kind of, nope, lost my train of thought. But I, I will say this, going back to the argument about the, the prejudices and the issues within our own culture, Cubans have a major, major racism issue amongst each other. Because all the white passing Cubans really give a lot of shit, for lack of a better word, to the black Cubans. And then you have the ones who are in the middle. Like, for instance... How is that any different than the Dominican Republic, though? Yeah, that's exactly right. Or in Puerto Rico. But but this is the thing. In in Dominican Republic, you have a lot less white passing. Sure. A lot less white passing Dominicans. Puerto Rico. That's what I'm saying. Puerto Rico is the same way. Like, perfect example. My grandfather... He's what you call criollo. Mm-hmm. For those people who don't understand what that is, he was the first generation Puerto Rican born from a Spaniard. Mm-hmm. His, Wait, his, what was that? First generation Puerto Rican born from a Spaniard. Spaniard. That from, from a first, so his parents from, were from Spain. In from Spain. Puerto, Rico? Puerto Rico? Yes. So okay. one, one of his parents was directly from Spain, went to Puerto Rico. And procreated with another Puerto Rican. 
Yes. Or with a Puerto Rican. With a Puerto Rican. Right. Spanish. So then he's what you call criollo. That there was literally a term. And this is your grandfather? Yes. My, okay. my, my, my mother's father. Okay. So that's why I say I know I have European descent. He was very white passing, very fair skinned, very straight hair, black, jet black hair. But you got a black person's nose, though. How'd that happen? My daddy, oh. he looked black. He might be Haitian. He don't oh. know it. Um, <laughs> uh, but there, my grandparents. There was a time, and this wasn't that long. This you're talking the the early 1900s, the 30s, and the 40s. They couldn't walk. My mom says she remembers her parents not being able to walk together down the street in Puerto Cause, Rico because one was white, white and one was black. Got it. You know, and they couldn't share the same sidewalk. They couldn't really be known that they were a couple outside of their town. So there is a huge amount of racism and prejudice amongst our own people. And I always tell people, like, before we could start ask, asking, Oh, look at there you. Goes, there goes Not my axing. There goes yeah. I have to correct my bra. That's the one thing that I will say <laughs> that I call immediately because people called me out on that out here, like axing or really axing. You're you're using an axe. Yes, I'm using an axe. To chop your head off. You know, shut up. Sorry, I didn't say that, but I meant it. Angry? So, <laughs> but, but you, you peeped that, right? So, before we can start asking other cultures to to treat us with some type of level of fairness, I personally have started to use my energies to work within our own communities. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, yo, let's stop this bullshit because how are we gonna how are we gonna work as one unit if and acts to be treated a certain way if we have our own. Yeah, not even that. And we see that's not fair though. I mean, I get what you're saying, but we're at the point where we should not have to come together and create a PowerPoint presentation on why we should all be retreated with respect like that. Do better. That is tell that to the white. That should not be the prerequisite for general who live in Florida who have historically voted. Republican and anti-immigration. Tell that to the well, third. That's generation. what I'm saying. What we gonna, How are we gonna convert them, folks? We gonna be waiting until Jesus come back before we get I, I, them to I, I, work I together with us. So I'm gonna go ahead and. Jesus, so we wait a long ass time. <laughs> I, 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 I don't think so because I think that is something. Really? What about you Jesus? Have hope? No, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't believe. I mean, next week, I, I, don't I feel like that. I feel like that's treading dangerous waters. Like, no, I, 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 when don't, you're... I, I don't because I feel that these were very mm. antiquated ways of thinking. These were very antiquated mm. lifestyles. Mm. Mm. Well, you go ahead and you work on that. No, no, because no, 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 hear me out. Hear me out real quick. Because the 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 people who think this way, their children or or their grandchildren are not growing up in the same societies that they grew up in. They're not growing up where the blacks were treated way worse than what they were treated now. Okay, hold that thought. So I probably would have agreed with you had it been three years ago. However, however, when I remember that the, and I'm not saying that you're not aware of this, but the fact is when I was in New York still, I thought the same thing as far as, well, we're living in a different time where mm. people are aware of the fact that, of course, black people should in fact be treated like decent human beings, like mm. everybody else. But then you move to a city where you are the super minority and where you can be called a nigger with a hard R less than five weeks ago, 
while you're at a gas station and you seek refuge inside of the Cinnabon slash Subway mm-hmm. slash Taco Bell. The combination. And, and the people that are calling you that are your same age group. So between 25 and 35 years old. And it's like, okay, so it hasn't died with your grandparents. It hasn't died with somebody else. And when you do look at who their friends are, I'm pretty sure that they go to school with some white passing naturally Cubans. Maybe it's Mexicans because we're in the Pacific Northwest and Mexico really was up here already. The Americas landed on them. But anyway, the point being, those people, there are still people who believe that, that are, say, the white passing Cubans. Now, now let me ask you, and I'm not, I'm not trying to take away from your experience. Safe space, safe space. I'm you not know. trying to take away from your experience Sorry, no, no or, or anything you like go. that. I'm, I'm, I'm asking you a straight up question. Mm-hmm. Where did that happen? Oh, Southern Oregon. And, and that's what I'm trying to say. These rural areas, there is a major disconnection. So but I'm, there's I, a major oh, disconnection in Florida too, though. But, 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 in the Cuban neighborhood. But what I'm trying to say is, I'm not trying to save these rural folk. Miami is not a rural town. No. My, Miami no. is an old town. So there was many. For instance, when this, when when Fidel died, there was a major oh, was mixed a, feeling yeah. amongst the Cuban community. Yeah. Many people were celebrating. Many people while, were celebrating, and people were real while, sad. while others were like, "Yo, hold up." Fidel treated black people way Way better better. than his predecessors did. Fidel had a major, major participation when it came to fighting apartheid in Africa. He had a military presence over there. Where where was America? Sitting on the sidelines waiting to see what happened. So, yes, there are racism, there are prejudices, but there are aspects of our community who do step up, who do... But why is it a requirement for us to congregate and or organize all them folks before we go and ask for our respect? That's where you're not. You can ask for your respect all you want, but how's it going to come if you don't have a large group, a large organization who's going to make that change happen? Okay, so with that said, who do you think is in this organization? This is actually going back to the last interview we did with Jason Marshall as far as intersectionality is concerned. So when we're looking, this coalition of people, if you will. Mm-hmm. In this coalition, who do you see being a part of the coalition when we're asking whomever it is to treat us like decent human beings? Is it other brown-looking people? Or is it all the Latinos and the blacks together? As far as I'm concerned. Is it the white friends that we have as well? Like, who's a part of this coalition? As far as I'm concerned, I think each respective community needs to gather gather themselves amongst them, like, and, and, and call their own accountable. But I always tell people, we ask for accountability from others, yet we don't have it amongst ourselves. Okay. So but who, I'm going to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you a question. So, like I said, the first thing I need to do before I can try to get the African-American person who wants to make the argument that I'm not black, mm-hmm. before I'm trying to convince him that we need to work together because we suffer the same issues, to go back to the, to the original topic where there is that connection from black British to um, African-American, mm-hmm. before we can make that connectivity, I need to educate my own people. Mm-hmm. Latinos. Mm-hmm. Whether you're white, whether you're black, whether you're brown, I need to educate them as to who we are and, and, and let them know that we need to represent ourselves. Okay, I'm sorry. Is this a educating folks that are already aware of what's going on or is this like a Jehovah's Witness or dude on the bench do you know your well, Lord you is know, going I, I, yeah, do you I'm know Jesus is your personal Lord and Savior type morning. of approach like where we find these I, people what are we trying to do with them and what I'm saying is I feel like the way that you said it originally and maybe I just wasn't understanding it sounded more like 
we need to get our ducks in a row before we can go and ask the white folks for our respect because we, we don't deserve it. it. We, we, like, we, we, we don't we deserve it because folks. we don't have our own stuff together. No, I'm not saying we don't deserve it. I think everyone deserves... Like, I heard something recently from, a act, from an actor who... I used to always say, you don't got to like me, but you got to respect me. And he said something that really resonated with me, especially in today's time. You don't got to respect me, but you ain't going to disrespect me. In your own little world, you don't gotta respect me, but you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna, like, you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna blatantly, me, you ain't gonna blatantly disrespect me out here. Mm-hmm. That that shit you ain't gonna do. Okay. You you can feel how about me you want in your brain. Mm-hmm. The moment that translates to actual disrespect, then we have a problem. I'm not saying we cannot ask for respect. I'm not saying we can't demand it because I am I I very much do so at all times. But what I'm saying is, yeah, people don't like that job. The the yes, the reality of the achievement of that is minute because we're not together. You can you can even unify Latinos and 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 so many aspects and get together and really vote as a block, really make a movement as a block or and, or grow as a block. Within ourselves, we're looking at each other as, yes, you're Latino, but you're black. You Which ain't shit. Is similar to, I mean, and we spoke about this again at the in the last interview. We like for a moment t- touched on um, what's it called, Bacon's Rebellion, where it's like, you know, if you were a white poor person and you happen to be interacting with black folks in a way where you wanted to empower all of you, all everyone, because you were all poor. That was the unifying thread there. You were all poor and mistreated. And now someone has said, actually, because you're a white person, you have more rights, you get to own property. White passing and you're able to switch it up and be white presenting at your office. Your coworker has because her hair is of a particular texture is not one you need to fight for, even though your grandma looks just like that. We do definitely need unity in our community in order for us to, for us to progress, we need to educate ourselves. Absolutely. Yeah, I ain't got time for us to all get our ducks in a row in order for me to ask the white man to respect me. And I know that's not what you're asking, but we, it starts at home. We educate ourselves. It starts with like you taking your son, you know, to a meeting in the community where we're talking about self-love in our Latino communities and how, yes, we are black. <laughs> um, What's the question we want to ask the audience? Um, I think people can how, just how give identify? feedback on the episode. I don't think we have to ask a specific question. Like, how do you identify? What's your, what's like, what is your experience with that type of stuff? How can Panamanians get to be in a why, Caribbean parade? Why they get a pass? How can they get to be in a Caribbean Why they get to go to Juve? Exactly. How come they get to go to Juve and I don't? <laughs> I want to know that. How come Mundo don't get to go to Juve? Are you jealous? I am. I do go to Juve. It seems like that parade is mostly a shit show. Pew, pew, pew. The last few years. The last few years. That shit used like, to be Like, somebody awesome. seems to get shot or stabbed or both. Yeah, but before that happens, it's fun. Prior to... Prior <laughs> yeah, to... that's why you got to go early, go to the food trucks, exactly. and then go home. <laughs> exactly. But, but I, can't, I can't go because the Jamaicans and the Trinidadians are looking you at me can't like... can't go. You, no, just, you can I, go, you just can't have your flags on you. No, yeah. I can't go, because they're going to be mad at me already for being there, and they're going to think I'm trying to holler yeah, at their girls and all that other crazy shit. Jamaican. What you talking about? Those are fools, no, man. No, you, you <laughs> for an islander. 
you can be, I mean, you are an Islander. You're too, a dual Islander. Uh, but I'm saying, you could pass for a something. I don't know which one of the somethings, but like, if Sean Paul's Jamaican, why can't you be? Sean Paul's. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I usually doesn't do accents often. What I just think his well? name is Sean Paul. I think it's cute. Why does he get? Why does he get to be Jamaican? But he is actually a Jamaican. Why? Why? He's, why does he get to Jamaican? be Jamaican? <laughs> so just let's say he had white parents and they were born there. That makes that's not what that it makes was, him though. Jamaican. His parents are Jamaican born as well. Okay. And what if they had white parents and that's why they were born there? At what point does it matter? Like, how many generations? So, do we call you a Spaniard instead of a Puerto Rican? Which is something that I've argued about we identification. We're not going to keep having this conversation because <laughs> we are two hours in, friends. I, we need a wrap I, it I, up. I it does not end on the note of Sean Paul. So I just want to say I saw some chick called Hennessy Fire on my Facebook page, and she looked like crap, and she sounded like crap, and she claiming to be Jamaican with the red, black, and green, and she is the whitest lady I've ever seen in my life. Why did she sing her? And she's singing reggae. I'm not shouting her out. Hennessy Fire. And I'm just saying that is she, she a white lady with dreads? She's a white lady with red hair. And Have she's, you met any white singing, people with dreads here yet? No, not in Portland. I have a so, so white man with dreads at the Senya show yesterday. I think I stared at him for a while. I didn't mean them to. on fire though. How, how do you how, how, how do you uh, so I didn't mean to I just had questions and I didn't ask them. I just asked the with my eyes. I've watched the movie. Why why do we have an issue with white people with dreads? Why is it me? It's just me. You don't know how she feels. We ain't the same person. Well, I'm saying we as a people. I don't know about how other people feel. We can't speak for everybody. I'm but saying, like I'm saying, I personally, I'm saying Scan Scandinavians, who most people would say modern day, who were pre Vikings. Sure, they had dreads. They got them from the Africans. Doesn't matter where they got them from. But they that was pre. What, what is your point? Yeah, what are you getting out here? So why why people can't have dreads? I don't like it. <laughs> they can clearly have them because they do. <laughs> it's in their head. <laughs> you don't like them to have it. I, just I don't know why. I don't. It's, this no no no. More specifically. I don't like when they claim to be Rastafarians. Oh Jesus! That's a culture. That's a that's a culture. I'm aware, but I don't get to just wake up and be Jewish, even though my 11th grade you can convert history teacher was a Jamaican Jew. But you can legally convert. How to do Jews? you slip that into every episode, Laura? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Miss Ellis, how you doing? Don't be shouting nobody out. <laughs> no, nah, Miss Ellis is people. <laughs> we can't be shouting people out who are misidentifying themselves. Wow. Side note, I, we watched this movie, The Man in 3B, on Netflix. Horrible. Horrible. Familiar. Why Tell me the part is The main the character, <laughs> the main character was, a, I don't know if he was Jamaican, but he was black and he was Jewish. The Man in 3B. Mm-hmm. It's a sitcom? It, it's a, it's, it, so, oh, no, Will, I'm thinking I, about the bitch in Will I like to watch okay. really <laughs> terribly rated <laughs> black movies on Netflix? Because we find them entertaining, and they're usually just really bad. Like, so, you, have you actually found one that was actually entertaining, or you just keep watching, hoping one will be? Um, I think we've seen a good one or two, but they're usually like the ones that are like super low production. Like this one was produced pretty well. It just was terrible. It just wasn't that great. <laughs> it was like they were like plot twist, plot twist, plot twist, and it was like, all right. You guys are doing a little bit too much. Right. Lay off the weed while you're writing the script. All right, we need to wrap this up. People got to go to work in the morning. And it's morning. Um, it is no, morning. Not me. Not everyone's on vacation, Lindo. Not everyone's on vacation. I'm here on a mission. I'm not on vacation. All right. So, summary. My summary, 
I'm still where we were, where I was when we started. I think it doesn't really matter how you self-identify because folks are going to see what they want to see and then they're going to treat you accordingly. But I think, well, in that respect, it doesn't matter how you self-identify. But I think it's important to have an identity because without a strong sense of self, then you're just kind of wandering around in the world. And me specifically, I'm attached to an African-American identity because I feel like there's been an attempt of erasure of that specifically in this country because white folks don't want to own up to their crimes <laughs> against black people and African-Americans and what and they want to pretend like slavery never happened and that everything is equal now because whatever. But slavery was legal. That's all I can, that's all I need to know. Laws, written, whatever. But the, oh, well, the law says this, the law says that. Yes, and at some point the law says that y'all could own me and treat me accordingly and sell me and separate my family and make me have your babies and all kinds of stuff. So miss me with your laws. Either way. I think identity, as we have established, is very, very complicated, cannot be summed up in even a two-hour episode of anybody's podcast, um, and is just way deeper than black and white. Um, or Latino. Yeah. I mean, that's way deeper than black and white already, ain't it? <laughs> yes. All right. I don't know. What How about you, Mundo? How you want to summarize? Um, I want to summarize that. Remember, you got like a minute. I I I I can see where Samuel really Jackson Green is gone. What <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, I'm credit to your minute. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Just lost thirty seconds of your time. Um, I can see where Samuel Jackson's coming from as a person who, prior to educating myself, didn't really identify as black as a kid. So I always felt like. Why do other people get to represent me or or make arguments that I'm not included in? So I understand where he was coming from. Maybe he didn't wear himself correctly. You know, take it for whatever you want. He was on Hot 97. Um, it was a morning show. Like, it is what it is. I can also understand that we do share similar struggles. I am very cognizant of that. And that's the argument that I make to many people. So, you know, I, I think in this scenario... You know, it's it's one of those where there's no real, no real right or wrong in this case. You know, there are different struggles amongst different cultures. In what case? In, You're speaking like, specifically about the Black British folks. Yeah, taking yeah. The going back okay. to kind of the first thing, like, okay, you know, Black British people don't face the same struggles that Black Americans, regardless how we identify in America. Latino black or black black, American black or happy as Laura. I'm sorry, said. we can kill that. Please, uh, please kill that. <laughs> uh, oh my goodness. You know, they, they, there are just there's no denying there's a different struggle. So I can understand where he's coming from. You know, let's let's get people who are gonna represent our struggle be the people who are in the struggle. That's all. I guess for me it's in my I understand that people are gonna see me how they wanna see me. In particular, white people are gonna see me how they wanna see me. Or people that look like Ed, like you're not white, point blank, point blank period. However, for my own people, and when I'm talking about my own people, I mean 
other Latinos and other black people, my expectations of you are greater than that that I have of white people. And therefore I expect you to accept me for my duality, if you will, as both a Latina and as a black person, as I would for them to accept Mundo as such. And that's just it. Like my expectations of my own people are greater than that of what I have of white people because white people are white people. Um, but my own people, like, nah, we, we need to do better. And that's where I'm at. You think we should know better? Yes, and you're going to teach them. Mm, thank you. You said you would <laughs> Yeah, go out and let them know, Mundo. But not like a Jehovah's Witness. Nah, I don't, I'm not knocking a no one's door Saturday that method, Create some pamphlets, you know, <laughs> some, some maybe mix it with some bean pies, you know, you can take from different, different <laughs> approaches. <laughs> See what works best. You know, food is the way to the heart. You might they might listen more. Oh my gosh! Wait, no. Instead of bean pies, we would make like patelios. I, <laughs> I mean, I would listen. Maybe. I mean, <laughs> like, wait. So you got patelios? You can't eat this if you ain't black. <laughs> oh. Mm. Wait, so you so lost about- me. You lost me. No. Well, that's what Either I'm going to tell. That's what I'm going to tell the Latinos. You can't eat this if you ain't black. But what about white passing Puerto Ricans? I'm going to cut y'all off. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. Please find us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, wherever you get your podcasts. You can hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at FixItBlackJesus, or find us online at FixItBlackJesus.com. And that's it. I'm Aisha McGowan. Who you are? I'm at Mundo, and as a podcast listener, I just want to say not just following them, but subscribing to podcasts makes a huge difference for the podcast. It lets the platforms know that people are actually paying attention other than just listening. Look at this so, dude being a marketing manager. Get out of here. Who are you? <laughs> subscribe to the podcast. And, and also, and, and please comment, videos. because I'll be up. Like, sl- come on, yo. Slide in the DMs, though. Just slide in that DMs, though. I'm leaving now. <laughs> Um, thanks for listening, everyone. I'm Laura Solis. <laughs> Good night. Bye. Please face it, Black Jesus. Okay. Bye.